music history, 1977, David Bowie released this song, Saint Heroes, as a single. Co-written by Bowie and Brian Eno. If you're a betting man, John Senning, and I think you are, as am I, Drew Garabo, would you say Gilbert Gottfried has or has not met David Bowie? I would say has. You would say has? Yeah. I mean, the man's been on Hollywood Squares, many MTV shows, etc. Let's find out ourselves as we speak to the legendary Gilbert Gottfried, who will be at the Largo Performing Arts, I'm sorry, Central Park Performing Arts Center tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Get your tickets at LargoArts.com. Gilbert Gottfried, have you met David Bowie? Uh, yes, he was always the center square <laughs> on Hollywood Squares. <laughs> that is a that is a lie, and and, and you know it. And, and he was he was the voice of the monkey in Aladdin. <laughs> uh, so uh, so I've worked with him uh, on several occasions. <laughs> I should have known better than to try to get a straight answer yeah. out of Gilbert and, Godfrey. And 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 it's like when you'd ask him a question. On Hollywood Squares, he'd give, like, a funny answer. He'd go, uh, oh, both of the clown. Then he'd go, no, 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 no. Uh, the real answer is, and that's how he used to talk. He'd go, the real answer is. Uh, but, uh, no, uh, yeah, yeah, David right. Bowie. Hollywood Squares legend, right up there with George Goebel, Paul Lind, and Waylon Flowers and Madam, if I'm uh, going back to uh, to our That's era right. of Hollywood and, Squares. And, uh, oh, what the hell was her name? Uh, uh, oh, God, what was her name? She always appeared on, um, on Hee Haw. Oh, uh, Minnie and Pearl. Minnie Pearl, yeah, and she'd wear like a price tag <laughs> on her hat. Uh, Gilbert, I, I remember. See, I, you go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I I love catching up with you because you are unapologetically yourself. You uh, you have carved out certainly a niche, and to see you still touring and allowing people to come witness your unique brand of humor in concert, it's a delight to promote you. And it's always a pleasure uh, to catch up with you through the years. So thank you, as always, for the time. I do appreciate it. Oh, well, since we're on a promoting thing, I, I'm also, uh, if you want a video, personalized video shout-out from me, uh, go to cameo.com slash Gilbert Gottfried. Now, Gilbert, are there any cameos that you will not do? Like, if someone were to say, hey, I'd like for you to tell someone uh, that they contracted an STD because of me, would you would you accept their shekels? Uh, that, then- uh, yeah, yeah. That, that I, I can actually make a special deal for that one. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, yeah, because that I'm looking forward to. <laughs> uh, Gilbert started... I mean, basically... Basically, they pay if they pay me money, I'll do uh, promotions for uh, the Taliban. 
<laughs> uh, he started as a stand-up comedian at 15 years old in New York City, born in Brooklyn, New York, uh, where my mom is from, and uh, a legend of comedy, of silver screen, of television as well. What can the Largo audience expect from a Gilbert Gottfried this Friday night, tomorrow night at 8 p.m.? Again, tickets at LargoArts.com. Gilbert? Uh, they can expect to sit there for about five minutes and then look at each other and go, whose idea was it to see Gilbert Gottfried? <laughs> and and then angrily get up. <laughs> but no refunds. They've already paid their money, and, uh, and that's uh, what's Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, as a matter of fact, they, uh, I want to tell the audience, if you want to pay your money and get a ticket, not even show up. That's fine with me. <laughs> You'll play to an empty room as long as every seat is paid for. Uh, yes, yes. If I'm getting the check for it, that's fine. John Senning, what do you have for the great and timeless Gilbert Gottfried? Gilbert, uh, legitimately my two favorite childhood movies of all time, Problem Child 1 and Problem Child 2. Uh, Two-part question. A lot of people have been sharing uh, fun-loving stories about John Ritter. Do you have one? And secondly, whatever happened to the little kid that played Junior? Ah, that's... Uh, well, you know, also, I do a podcast, Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast, and we found Junior. And I interviewed Junior oh, wow. on the show. Oh. And uh, uh, to my shock, I really, I really was expecting him to be one of those classic ho a child actor horror stories. <laughs> you know, I thought he'd, uh, I, I thought, you know, I'll have him on. He'll, uh, we'll talk for a minute and then he'll die of a drug overdose <laughs> on the air. And, and it turns out, you know, he's not, you know, he gave up show business a while ago, and now he, like, uh, works with computers. Oh. And he's, uh, he makes a living, you know, working with computers. All right. He segued. All right. Yeah, Michael Oliver. All right. Now, what about John Ritter? you have any, uh, any personal anecdotes with Mr. the late great comic legend? I remember. See, everybody thought the uh, Problem Child was going to be a disaster. And I remember it was my last day of filming, so I went to uh, to uh, John to say, "Well, uh, nice working with you. I'm leaving to you know tomorrow morning." And and he he said to me, like very with this hurt look on his face, he said, "Well, you know, you know the way it is. Uh, you, you they offer you something, you do it. There's only so much you could do." Uh, and, and then you hope the next thing will be better because he thought it would be a dis and then it came out and to everybody's shock it was a major hit yeah yeah people loved it and 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 john uh he did uh some uh some real legendary movies like hero at large and uh and other great ones but of course most of us know him as jack tripper uh from from three's company i'm looking through your list of podcast guests and you certainly have a litany of talent sitting down with you from the goose himself john laguziamo to bob saget who's on your wish list i see you landed weird al yankovic great get who's on your wish list of people you'd like to speak to on gilbert godfrey's colossal podcast 
I'm I'm always scared to say that because I figure, you know, I deal with a lot of older guests, like, you know, Dick Van Dyke was on and uh and people like that. And I'm always kind of scared uh that oh Carl Reiner mm. we once had and and I'm always kind of scared if I say the name the personal die. <laughs> it's like I I originally wanted to call the show the Before It's Too Late show. <laughs> Get him for their last gasp. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried will be performing at Central Park Performing Arts Center tomorrow at 8 p.m. Tickets available at LargoArts.com. I'd be remiss if I uh, didn't ask you about the passing of the phenomenal Norm MacDonald, who made the personal decision not to share uh, his struggle with his health issues. Could you see yourself doing the same thing, Gilbert, if you were diagnosed with something? Uh, would you keep it to yourself, or would this be something that you would be shouting from the mountaintops? Uh, well, if if I thought there was a way I could have a dread disease and make a buck off it, <laughs> uh, then I'd be on the mountaintops. I'd be doing commercials for it. I, I'd be showing up on variety shows. Which is <laughs> <laughs> one of the many areas in which Norm MacDonald and Gilbert uh, were vastly different. Although both were called uh, both were called the comedian's comedian, and I think both of you in your own ways, uh, you've got this this special thing where there aren't very many sacred cows. In fact, I would dare say there are few on this planet more irreverent than Gilbert, as evidenced by several jokes that he's made that have landed him uh, in hot water on the front pages of the TMZs of this world. Right, Gilbert? Yeah, I, I would have made a lot more money over the years and kept a lot more jobs <laughs> had, I, uh, had I not been. Uh, what? See, I you know, somebody tells me, don't make a joke about that. Then I have to make a joke about it. Yep. That's true. And, and as a result, you're playing Largo, Florida tomorrow night, my good man. <laughs> yeah, don't remind me. <laughs> uh, something I like to remind Gilbert of every time I speak to him, which is like four or five times through the years, is that Gilbert uh, used to be on Up All Night on the USA oh, yeah, Network. I what a phenomenal show. They would show these <laughs> cheesy movies and rock and roll specials and whatnot. But for me, being a teenager at the time, I was relying on Rhonda Shear, the uh, the the one night a week. I think she'd do Friday and Gilbert would do Saturdays. And Rhonda, a very buxom young lady at the time, gorgeous. And uh, we didn't quite have pornography on our computers or televisions yet. So I would rely on Rhonda to come in some uh, scantily clad outfit. And I'd have the Vaseline intensive care and my tissues ready to go. <laughs> And I will tell you that there were few more uh, off-putting feelings in this world than settling down for an evening of masturbatory television and all of a sudden, yes, hello, it's time for Up All Night. Good luck finishing to this one, Drew Garabo. Oh! So thanks. You'd be, you'd, you'd be surprised the amount of people 
who masturbates me. <laughs> I definitely would. Uh, Gilbert, listen, I love catching up with you, man. And, and in all seriousness, uh, it, is, uh, it is sincerely a pleasure uh, to watch you continue to do what you do. And if everybody out there wants to laugh their ass off tomorrow night, which I think now in these times we're in is more important than ever before, grab your tickets at LargoArts.com and go see a very funny man uh, is it you think it's tougher to make people laugh right now, Gilbert, or is it people are so dying for a reason to laugh uh, that it's easier to make them laugh? Uh, it depends on the crowd. I mean, I think I think with the Internet, the Internet's the worst. I mean, because they, they, they're just waiting for stuff to be offended by. Yep. And I think people in an audience, they, they're there to have a good time. True story. And, and that's what they will have tomorrow night at uh, LargoArts.com. Grab your tickets. Uh, Gilbert, sincere pleasure. Continued good health to you, my good man. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow night at the Performing Arts Center in beautiful Largo, Florida. Tickets at LargoArts.com. Enjoy the rest of your day, my good man. And we'll see you tomorrow, all right? And and go and for a personalized video shout-out, Cameo.com slash Gilbert Gottfried. There he is. He made the movie Ford Fairlane more watchable than it ever was. And uh and for that and for that we thank you. Give me a little give me a little dice clay impression before we let you go, Gilbert. Hi, water, yo pal a homo. Hey, you ever like to get rid of the Hey, Humpty Dumpty shot on I love you, man. I love you. We'll talk to you soon, my brother. Take it easy, all right? Oh, thank you. We'll see you, Gilbert. <laughs> that dice crap. That just kills me every time. Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. He like he uh, he used to go on Stern and he would make fun oh, of dice. Like because I, I think he and dice do not like each other. Oh, really? I, yeah. I gathered that maybe by his impersonation. Yeah, but, yeah. It's, uh, it's a very, I think he means uh, he means to insult him and, with that, and he's just oh. like, Oh, mother, we got to get Dice back. I feel like we really hit it off. Yeah, I'll carve out a four-hour uh, block for him. Yeah, if, you got a, if you've got a question in four hours, then you're good to go. So let's shift gears to uh, okay or not okay. This new decision uh, that, what, Hillsborough County is making? I think it's Florida. Oh, my God. The entire state of Florida is allowing parents to decide whether or not to send their kid back to school if their kid has been exposed to COVID. Is that okay or not okay? I think it has to be okay. I mean, just for the sake of... of normalcy maybe is that the word because i i know that it, rather than one kid getting covid or one person getting covid and you deal with the whatever that brings you now have how many kids how many kids per one kid with covid are you affecting and, and when right. we talk about being in school and from what it sounds like this is the reason why they're making this decision is just so that in a world where kids are already been out of school for an entire year, uh, you've got other kids quarantining or having to get sick, thinking that you've got now even more kids not being able to be in class. I think it's just the next step in treating this as a, a reality while also trying to keep kids in school.
Remember how freaked out we were at the beginning of COVID? If anybody even said the word, like the phrase herd immunity, then it was like, oh, my God, you can't say that. We're never going to. And now it's almost like we've come full circle. And and I don't want to say people aren't freaked out about it anymore, but I think we just have to accept the fact that it's very likely that COVID's going to be here for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, hopefully, no matter what, we're on we're on the back end of that. But I, I think specifically more so here in Florida, uh, we're, we're approaching it with the we've got to move on. And 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 I will be honest, not that I have numbers in front of me, I thought when the kids were going back to school, when we were in the midst of this insane outbreak all around us, I thought things were going, we were going to get the rudest of rude awakenings and not saying that a lot of kids haven't gotten out of school and a lot of kids haven't even maybe got COVID, but I don't think we're seeing this, this awakening of, Oh my God, it's killing all these kids and COVID this Delta and this, this wave is just something we can't wrap our heads around. I think we've made it through that by realizing that kids may get it. They're not going to get it as bad. And we've got to find a way to make it so that school can be a thing during COVID. I had the same thought you did that we're sending kids right back in and, and we're the hot spot and so much bad crap is going to happen. There are going to be these outbreaks that are not that they haven't happened, like you said, but. It hasn't been nearly as catastrophic no. as I thought it would no, be. I mean, my, in my mind, I'm thinking every school in Florida could have been closed in the first. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just when, when you talk about we're learning about the Delta and we're seeing it take over in Florida or were. I'm, I'm talking about, you know, three, four weeks ago, maybe even a little bit more. You know, and we're we were still learning so much about it, about this strain and this wave and everything. And we still did it. And I mean, we're still standing quarter, sort of <laughs> better than we ever did. What's up, Steve? How you doing? Hey, guys. Yeah, I have a story that hits right on the head of what you guys are talking about right now. Yeah. My girlfriend's probably 16 days into COVID. Uh, pretty much 99% better, Good. but she was bad for a full week, like yeah. real bad. Yeah. Or a girl that works two jobs nonstop was laid up on the couch for five days straight. Her kids were with her all last week. We did get them tested, uh, both the rapid, and it came back negative, but they were sent back to school the very next day. And even me... I work for a major home improvement retailer, one probably the busiest one in the Tampa Bay market. Mm. And my work is well aware that my girlfriend tested positive and they still had me come back the very next day she tested positive and and I basically live with her. So <sighs> Yeah, they're, they're, and, they're definitely And it, and it's all about like what what the the guidelines have changed so much because when this thing first came out, if you knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody who had it, you had a quarantine for like yeah. you know, thirty days yeah. or so. Yeah. And now it's just so much Absolutely. different. We're just treating it, not that it can't be fatal, because it certainly can be, and we need to take it seriously, but I don't think we're freaking out about it like we used to, and we're open to the fact that things are going to change when it comes to how we respond to it and how we hopefully get past it already, you know? Hey, if I could add one thing. Yeah. I, I just find this super odd. So I had it in March, and I, I mean, I got bad. Um, borderline should have went to the hospital. I hit 104.4. Oh. But weirdly, that was the fourth or fifth day of fever. The next day, fever broke, and I felt like a million bucks. It was like I, I was five, six days intense fever, and on the seventh day, you know, you know, yeah. whatever, I was, I was like, it was like it was over, and I was happy. But she was with me the whole time and never, I mean, slept in the same bed, never got it. Now we're up five months later. I'm sleeping in the same bed with her. Yeah. 
Uh, I will tell you, I, I don't understand any of that stuff because I uh, I got it my birthday weekend, um, and uh, John and his beautiful wife and my girlfriend were with me all weekend. We're cooking together. We're we're sharing germs. You know, there's a video. There's the video out there uh, uh, of, of you blowing out the candles on your birthday cake uh, with COVID. That when I look back at it, I'm just like, how? How? I don't know. I, I don't know. I I have no. I mean, my, my girlfriend was vaccinated, so I understand why she wouldn't get. Even though we were we were swapping some serious spit. Uh, you guys were not vaccinated then, and we were swapping spit and too. We were swapping some serious spit. It's I I don't understand it, man. But I, I'm glad you recovered from it. And thanks a lot for the call, dude. Hope your girlfriend gets better soon. Yeah, yeah she's good. Thanks, guys. Thank you, man. This guy, um, I don't know if you've noticed him or he he's been he talked a lot to uh, through the whole thing. This Doctor Scott Gottlieb, he's the former head of the FDA. Yeah, he, I, I've been seeing a story going around today that that he's now saying he thinks that this Delta wave, although some parts of the country have yet to fully see it, that this could be what he's calling the final true wave. Like it'll always, I think be lingering, but when you talk about these waves that push the, you know, the hospitals to the brink and everything that comes along with it, he, he's now saying he thinks this could be the final wave, which that would, that would be swell. So. Cause cause this thing was the scariest thing in the world when it was first out. Not that it's not scary now. Hello, Patty. Hello, gorgeous. How are you and, and John doing today? Oh. And I want to thank you very much for cheering me up so much with Gilbert. You do the damn best interviews. Thank you. Remember John Travolta? I do. That's my favorite. Honestly, like there are days when I'm driving and I think to myself, I can't believe that I interviewed John Travolta for a half hour. I know. What I a, know. What a I know thrill. It. What a thrill. Uh, yeah. One short thing about my interview, what I said to one uh, Kevin Costner. Sure. I mean, I, I'm always with um, a great person like you guys. But anyway, Kevin was at the Valspar Golf Tournament, and he had just gotten married. Right. And I said, congratulations on your wedding. Yeah. And he said, well, if this one doesn't last, I'm through with it. <laughs> that's Kev for that's you. Old, that's old Kevin Costner. What a kidder he is, right? Yeah. Have yeah. a super great weekend, you guys. Oh, thanks, Patty. Great to Thank hear from you, you darling. Hope Thank you have you. a good weekend, too. I love that version of Patty. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. What's up, Eric? Hey, guys. Afternoon, afternoon. Right back at you. I got a couple of questions here. All right. And, well, actually, a couple of comments, rather. Oh, all right. Uh, I've, got, I've got a situation. I've got uh, three kids. Yep. And my middle one is in junior high. Okay. The younger uh, one's in elementary school. The older one's in high school. So, they're, you know, i got all, all three schools' uh, qualities here. And the middle one has already, here alone, been quarantined three times for one week each. Right? Okay. So he's been out of school for three weeks of the year. And we're just starting. He's right. already missed so many lessons and the on school the online school is not happening like it used to like last year there was online schooling so the kids who are home could do schooling right but now in this school you are not there's no option for all this online schooling so the, yeah. my junior high kids already missed three weeks of school and that's a big deal it's not like you're in elementary and third grade and you can miss a month it doesn't really matter too much you know that's what I mean? important stuff yeah so it, so it is a big deal my elementary school though my daughter has never in the last two years been quarantined once 
And I'm thinking that's because they, it's always usually the same kids that stay in the same class while you've got all these junior high and high school students that are traveling from class to class seven times a day in the middle of the hallway. So there's always people on quarantine. All yeah, and, and your phone kind of gave out there. Having a kid in school, even in college, like at USF, I think they've done a great job with it. My son was going in person all of his classes, but then there was a COVID outbreak in one of his classes, so they quickly shifted to computer learning for a couple of weeks until the outbreak. I think all credit to USF. They've done a really great job of, of dealing with a very difficult situation. I think that, I think that's the thing. I think public schools are so much more standardized that you can't just have one school that says, Hey, we've got the capabilities and we're able to let kids that are on quarantine do e-learning while they can. I think it's gotta be all across the board or nothing, but that's, and I'm sure there are lots of stories, if not worse than that, of schools where it was bad yeah. and kids that never got it, that were probably out weeks upon weeks, if not months, because everybody else got it. So just like we can't wrap our heads around why you, I didn't get it, you got it, all those things. Imagine it's happening at school and your kid's having to come home every time it pops up. My son's mom never got it. He had it in our house. I had it in our house. She never got it. Yeah. It's crazy. Just the different body types, the way it affects different body types, blood types, etc. There's just so much we don't know. 727-579-1025. Is there anything we can do to make it go away forever? I mean, I don't know. You asking me that question. Yeah, I'm asking you. Uh, I don't know. Somebody would somebody would say that if everybody gets vaccinated, then it would go away forever. But I, I, I personally don't believe that's the, I don't think that's the ticket to freedom. I don't know what it is. Me either. But if you can still get it and pass it along while you're vaccinated, I don't know how that makes it go away forever. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe it keeps people from dying, but if it's Which is good it, and you know, there, there are also a lot of people got it. I mean, so many people in this last few months in Florida have gotten it and a lot of people sadly have died and a lot of people did get through it and hopefully now they, they've got the antibodies mixed with all the people that are vaccinated and maybe that gives us a chance moving forward. I hope so, man. I'm ready to be done with this. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. What's up, Steve? <laughs> Hang on. <clears throat> I'm sorry. You all right, oh, bud? God. Yeah. That feels real. So, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, that was badly timed on my end or whatever. Sorry. Hello? Hello? Hi, Steve. All right, I apologize, Drew. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So, John, dude, what, when are we getting a burger at Norma Jean's, man? I missed you, dude. You, you just cut me off, man. You, we, we hung out in the parking lot at Wally's. We did things. And then I haven't heard from you, dude. It's not. It's it's not you, Steve. It's not you. It's just the distance between us, Steve. We'll, uh, we'll be reunited, eating burgers uh, together sometime soon. Sorry, Steve. Well, sorry, did, I, did I do something, John? I'm sorry. No, man. no. I promise, Steve. You're you're good in my book. You've done nothing but good things to me. It's not you. It's him. All right. Thanks, Steve. So there, uh, I guess there is this burger feud down in Sarasota that I am intrigued in doing oh. both of them one day. All right. So there's a place called Wally's. So I guess this is probably more like Venice. There's a place called Wally's, and then across the street a little bit, there's a place called Norma Jeans, and they're both dive bars. But there is a beef that between Best Burger in uh, in in Venice, Sarasota, whatever. I like a burger beef. You think either of them are better than uh, 
better than uh, the place that we like down there a lot. I'm not. It's not a D's nuts joke. I promise. It's not a D's nuts. We joke. like a burger down south. Yes, I got it when I was uh, when I was in Sarasota. Oh, Freddy's. Thank you. It's hard to uh, rank a fast food burger against because you know sometimes when you get that good dive bar burger, oh. it, it's that hand patty thick meat, not like a fast food where you get the the thin ones. So yeah. I don't know if it would be fair to to, to include them in the uh, roundup, but one day I'll try them. Man, try them all. That uh, that Freddy's. That Freddy's burger. Ooh. Something else. What's up, John from Treasure Island? Hey, you got to go to the Pasadena Steakhouse. I'm uh, not the Pasadena Bar and Grill. Pasadena Bar and Grill, another dive bar burger. All right, we'll check it out. Oh, boy. Anyway, uh, it's a sad day out here on Treasure Island. Uh, the owner of the Suncoast Surf Shop, Joe Nuzzo, passed today. I saw that. He opened it in 1966, and uh, it's a sad day out here for the sunset. Yeah, legend. Uh, 78 years old, a uh, longtime fixture. Jim Buffett. On uh, on St. Pete Beach, a lot of people love this dude, and uh, and yep. he, and he passed away. And uh, I know he touched a lot of lives and helped make a lot of surfers' lives easier and more fun. So, uh, yeah, and a friend of Jimmy Buffett. Oh, did not know that. Well, we, uh, we oh yeah, tip a cap a good to friend of him. Well, hell yeah, dude. Well, thank you for checking in, man. Appreciate Hi, you, buddy. Yep. Hell yeah. What's up, Randy? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How you doing? Real good, thank you. Yourself? Oh man. Oh, not too bad. Trying to get over the COVID. Yeah, sorry. How'd you get uh, it? So I'm a cop down in South Florida. Thank and you. I haven't had it the entire time this all started. Yep. Oh, my. You appreciate it. Um, we arrested a girl the other day. Knew she was COVID positive. Had to take her to the hospital to get checked before we took her to jail. And the whole time she's intentionally coughing on us, pulling her mask down and coughing and trying to throw up on us and all that. Oh. Uh, a week later, I... I ended up getting the worst case of COVID I've seen. It was always just terrible. Oh, man. All because of this lady coughing on you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she was she was pretty bad, and, I mean, it was nasty. She was coughing, trying to throw up and spitting on us. Oh. It was, she got a couple additional charges for that. Good. But, That's attempted you know murder. I mean? like, the whole time, it's pretty bad. It got me good. Man. Oh, man. Well, get but, some uh, vitamin C and uh, get a lot of rest and recover. Good God. You do. That's a clean shoot. I think so. My life's in danger. I got to stand my ground. You try to cough on me. Uh, let's come back with a, uh, well, oh, hold on. Let's take this first. Hi, Aaron. Hey, how are you guys? What's up, bud? Oh, not much. I was just going to say, Wally's Poorhouse is a good burger and a dive bar, but uh, Norma Jean's, it's more of like a chain thing. They're, it's cleaner and stuff, but the burgers don't compare. That's all. I've lived here my whole life. Which one's better? Wally's for a good dive bar burger. All right. Okay. Better burger than Norma Jean's, Norma you say? Norma Jean's got some good wings, though. Norma Jean's got good wings. I don't want to oh. knock them, but I'm just saying, you know. Oh, yeah. As I look at the picture, it, it would be hard to compare uh, Norma Jean's to Wally's, having been inside Wally's, because Wally's is, uh, you know. Yeah. Smoky. If I tried uh, one at Wally's, I'd go, goodbye, Norma Jean's. Though I appreciate the big beef burger Had the strength to clean yourself But Wally's a filthy die Smelling like smoke While your restaurant is so damn spotless Don't you know that Wally's is Barely passing cold And it seemed to me 
Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let me take, let me take that real quick. Hey, what's up, T-Bird? Wait a minute. Hey, how you doing, Drew? What's up, T-Bird? How you doing today, man? I'm doing good. Work's almost out. Hey, Drew, I just had to ask you a quick question. Well, just can I ask you a question first? Because, like, you called earlier in the show, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I, you know, I'll let it slide this time, but normally once per show is probably once too many. Uh, but, uh, okay. you know, twice per show, definitely one too many. But, but, you know, we'll make an exception. You're an enthusiastic kid, so I'm sure you got something on your mind. What's up? Yeah, hey, I, I just wanted to ask you uh, just, uh, just a quick question. Yeah. Um, so who's your favorite big boy manager? You think that's funny? Wait, what? <laughs> you think that's funny? Are you the victim of molestation? Have you ever have you ever had an older man force himself on you, T-Bird? Yes, actually. Yeah. Well, maybe you know then how traumatic and not funny it is to be brought back to the memory of being 15 years old and having that giant, dark, engorged wiener forced upon me. I, I mean, I, I don't know what kind of sense of humor you have, but I don't. I mean, if you were raped by your uncle, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call you up and be like, "Hey, T Bird, how's your uncle doing?" That's pretty much what what you just did to me. Uh, you brought me back to a really, uh, no pun intended, dark place, and uh, that's not cool, bro. I'm sorry, Drew. Sorry doesn't put the Vaseline jar back in the cupboard. Okay, that's uh. That's a hell of a thing you did here, T-Bird. You uh, really brought the show uh, to a screeching halt. Thanks, man. Really, really appreciate you bringing up my painful childhood memories, man. Thanks. You want to rub my bloody underpants in my face, T-Bird? I'm just kidding. John set you up. (laughs) (laughs) You never raped me. (laughs) (laughs) 727-579-1025. We're going to come back with a What's Good with Garabo involving our buddy Batista. I don't even know if you saw this story, John, Ooh. Ooh. but it's a good one, and it's next on Drew Garabo Live. You know, life is full of unexpected opportunities and expenses. For the expected and unexpected expenses we all face, a personal loan can help you afford whatever you need, and Achieva is here to help. Use a personal loan to cover any major expense, including life events, vacations, back-to-school costs, debt consolidation, home improvements, and so much more. You'll get low fixed interest rates, flexible terms, same-day approvals, no hidden fees, and you can use it for extra cash, upgrade your home appliances, and so much more. With rates as low as 7.5% APR or flexible and flexible terms, Achieve can help you feel good about your finances. For more information or to apply for a personal loan, go to AchievaCU.com. That's A-C-H-I-E-V-A-C-U.com. Or call now and speak with the member service advisor on 800-593-2274. Achieva is federally insured by the NCUA. APR is annual percentage rate. All loans subject to credit approval. Certain restrictions apply. It's Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Bone.